Welcome to the Kid Men Podcast with Dr. Val and Dr. Virginia, where we talk about everything Kid Men. And pull back the curtain on some of the surprises and challenges in children's ministry that nobody prepares you for. I'm Dr. Val, and together we have over 45 years of experience in children's ministry. I'm Dr. Virginia. Valerie and I met over 10 years ago in our doctoral program at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. We are excited to share with you all the great stuff that we have picked up over the years. We want to minister to you, the children's minister. Welcome, friends. We're back. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I told Virginia, I was just so excited to be doing something normal today, not being in a hospital room, not being somewhere where people are sick and in pain. So it's so nice to do something fun. Dr. Mm -hmm. Virginia, how are you and your family doing? We are seemingly well. Please, Jesus, knock on wood. Please, Lord. Um, I know I was just saying right before we started recording that my daughter said just this morning, she was like, my throat hurts. And I'm like, oh no, please let this just be like seasonal allergies and not another round of strep throat, please Jesus. Um, But overall, yes, we are doing better. Even though it's um, still pretty early into the year, it's spring here in Florida, which is nice with beautiful weather, sunny days. So very grateful for that. Yeah, good. Yeah, we, we we are experiencing the start of Tennessee spring, which basically means it's like Tornadoes, thirty right? degrees. Well, yeah, that'll be coming. Yeah, but we also have like it's like thirty degrees in the morning, and by noon it's like sixty eight. So you're burning yes. up in the afternoon when you've been yes. you know cold all morning. So yeah, so but but yes. sun is shining. It's much better. So we're, we're good too. Amen. We have had kind of a crazy couple of weeks and we were hoping that I wasn't going to have to miss as much as I've had to miss. Um, my husband had hip replacement surgery. His hip replacement broke and he did have hip replacement surgery. Um, the two hour surgery took six hours. Mm. They did have to cut bone. I'm sorry if that's going to creep anybody out, but so it's, it's been a difficult couple of weeks because he is not allowed to put really weight on that leg until the bone has healed. And so that, that did mean that he did have to go to a rehabilitation facility so that they could, you know, take care of him a little bit better because he can't really be on that leg until they um, do an x-ray this, this coming week, we go next Thursday to have an x-ray done. And we're hoping that the bone is healed enough where he can actually start to do stairs and start walking on it. So we are hoping that he will be home in the next couple of weeks, but, um, but this last two weeks have been really hard with the transition and, and with the pain that he's had and things. So um, that, and my brother has been very ill and so he's in the hospital. So we've had a lot of health stuff going on the last few weeks, but God is faithful. And and we are all hanging in there and doing well and know that he is with us and that we have hope in him. And so that's really just what we've been clinging to for the last couple of weeks. Amen. Amen. Well, and I wanted to share a passage, if this is a good spot to go ahead and share that, um, that, um, that I sent to Valerie (laughs) and that I found particularly encouraging, um, And so this is in Psalms uh, 107, uh, starting in verse 23. Um, Others went to sea in ships, conducting trade on the vast water. They saw the Lord's works, his wondrous works in the deep. He spoke and raised a stormy wind and stirred up the waves of the sea. Rising up to the sky, sinking down to the depths, 
Their courage melted away in anguish. They reeled and staggered like a drunkard and all their skill was useless. And that's one of the things that just struck me in this passage is because I tend to rely on my skill, maybe in times whenever instead I should be, you know, praying and relying on God and, you know, asking God for the answers and asking God for the provision. Um, And it says they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he brought them out of their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper and the waves of the sea were hushed. They rejoiced when the waves grew, grew quiet and he guided them to the harbor they longed for. And I just thought that was another really beautiful part of that passage that, you know, in this story, there are these sailors in this awful storm, just longing for a safe harbor. They cry out to God and the Lord leads them to this harbor that they long for. And let them give thanks to the Lord for his faithful love and his wondrous works for all humanity. Let them exalt him in this assembly of the people and praise him in the council of the elders. And so whenever he brought them to this safe harbor, they praised him publicly, openly, Um, and so they thanked God in all the assembly for what he had done for them. And so I just read that passage in the course of, of doing, you know, my daily Bible study and just was so struck by that. Just knowing what that's like to feel like when all your skills are useless, you're Mm -hmm. longing for a safe Harbor, you cry out to God and he brings us in, he brings us into that safe Harbor and we praise him. And we do. And it's amazing. And it was so helpful when you sent that, because that is the hard thing for me is that I want to fix everything. I Mm -hmm. I like to fix things. I like to be useful. I like to try to help. I want to be there. And when it comes to medical stuff, you know, we joke a lot of times, not that kind of doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Education (laughs) skills are really not that helpful in a hospital setting. And so I so did not have the skills to really be able to help my husband a lot this last couple of weeks. And I have no skill to be able to help find out what is going on with my brother and trying to help there. But I can be there and I can pray and I can count on the Lord because my hope is in him. My hope is not in the situation or what might happen. My hope is in God. And so it's reminding myself that when I feel like my skills are useless, you know, he is there and he is mm-hmm. in control and I can trust in him and I will praise him for whatever happens because he is the one um, that is in control. And so it's definitely been that kind of lesson for the last few weeks is reminding <laughs> myself of just how little skill I have for some things and how I just have to put my faith and trust in God. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that the reason why this lesson is so important is, you know, we've talked about this before, how in children's ministry, there is a million things that are going on, you know, because we're not just, we don't have one little small corner of the church that's our responsibility, because when you're working with children and preschoolers, you're working with the the kids, the parents and the grandparents, like you have Mm -hmm. the whole picture of the whole family that you are really ministering to and that you're working with, because that's part of what our responsibility is, is that we're not just teaching the children while they're in our care, Mm -hmm. but we're partnering with parents and with Mm -hmm. families to train the children in the way that they should go. So, so our 
our ministry is broader than just what the kids are going through. So Mm -hmm. we have situations with our kids and their families and their grandparents and their relatives that affect their lives so desperately Mm -hmm. that we are sort of responsible to make sure that we are keeping tabs on and, and, and ministering to them, we can minister. And so we're going to run into so many areas where our skills Mm-hmm. are not effective. Mm-hmm. You know, there are going to be times when they go through loss and sickness and things that happen, you know, situations that are difficult and we really are not going to necessarily always have the answers. And I always feel mm-hmm. like I should have the answer. Yeah. And it's really hard for me to remind myself that I'm not always going to have the answer that they need. But what I can do is I can show them love. I can show them care and concern. I can be there, just my presence. But I can also pray for them and encourage them and remind them that they're not walking through this alone. And so I think that that's why that scripture too spoke so much to me, because it's not just so much in what I'm going through in my life right now, because I am going through that in my life right now, but also in my ministry, I run into that a lot of feeling very inadequate for the task that's set before me. Yes. And I think it's especially easy for us to, just like what you said, feel overwhelmed by the task that sets, that that is set before us Mm -hmm. um, to, to feel like we are in the midst of a storm. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the things too, that I've been reminding myself of is that God sees the whole picture. He sees all the things that I can see and all the things that I can't see. And so, you know, he sees this storm. He is capable of entering into it and changing our situation. Mm-hmm. And he maybe sees that that the winds are changing and that this storm's going to move on. And so you know, I try to remind myself too, that, that the Lord sees everything that I can see, everything I can't see. And so whenever I pray for wisdom and guidance in those times, when I feel like I don't have the answer that whatever the Lord guides, even if it Mm -hmm. seems like strange to me, (laughs) or even if it doesn't make sense, right. That it's because he sees the whole picture that I can't see. Right. And so however he leads and guides us, like he's doing that with a purpose Mm -hmm. and to, to achieve his kingdom outcomes. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, it's hard to feel like you're in the storm. It's hard to feel like you, your skills are useless and you don't know where to go, but also just trust that like God does know, even when it doesn't make any sense, God does know and that he will bring you into that safe Harbor Mm-hmm. in his timing and through his path and through his ways. And mm-hmm. so even when it doesn't make any sense, we just got to trust and obey and follow. So we do, yeah. because we can't, you know, I, I've talked about this before. I grew up, I, I grew up in Cleveland, Tennessee, which is, is very close to Chattanooga and precept ministries is in the Chattanooga area. K Arthur, if you're familiar at all with precept upon precept and in that ministry. But um, so I grew up going down there for, boot camps and weekend conferences and things. And so when I was a teenager, Kay was teaching 
and she explained things. You know, we've been talking about learning styles and I talked about how I'm a visual learner. I learn things better when I can kind of see the, this picture in my head. And so she um, was using the example of if you're in your car and you're driving to a location in your car and you're very familiar with the path that you take to get to your destination and you know that you're going to come to a fork in the road and that the left side is where you always drive because it's the shortest way to get to your destination. You know, it's a shortcut, you know, that it works, you've done it before. And so you you're there, but if you're listening to your radio and you hear the traffic news mm-hmm. and you know, they, and I, I haven't listened to the radio in so many years, I don't even know if they still do this or not. We'll say you're watching your app <laughs> <laughs> today. They used to have, well, they used to have, uh-huh. you know, the, the traffic guy in the sky uh-huh. that was in the helicopter, helicopter. That tell you, you know, like uh-huh. what, what the traffic was. Well, like if you're listening to the radio and the traffic guy that's in the helicopter says that the road that you always take has a huge tree that has fallen from a storm across mm-hmm. it and you can't pass through that road. And they are recommending that you take the fork to the right, because even though that's a longer way to get there, they can see from the helicopter mm-hmm. that going to the left on your usual route is not going to be the fastest way for you to arrive at your destination. And mm-hmm. so she said, that's like God. He is in that helicopter and he sees the whole picture. He mm-hmm. sees the entire road. And he knows, even though it seems logical to you to take that left mm-hmm. path because you know it's shorter, he knows that that's not the best path for you to take. Mm-hmm. And so for me, all of my life, that's been something that I've remembered, because like I said, I'm that visual learner that like I, I cling on to those visuals because I could see that. I could see how mm-hmm. God sees the big picture and how even if it doesn't make sense to me, it makes sense to him mm-hmm. and that we have to trust and, 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 and really believe that he knows what's best. Um, but it's sometimes it's hard to do because we want to rely on our own skills and we want to right. rely on what we know. And so it's really making sure that we are in tune with God and what he's called for us and that we're following his direction, not man's direction. Amen. And I think, and I think when he does, cause no storm lasts forever. Whenever he does bring us out of it, being intentional to celebrate and to praise him, mm-hmm. because I feel like it's like we go through a challenge and like, okay, that's done. Phew. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, on to the next thing. <laughs> and so, you know, just like at the end of this passage, you know, in the whole assembly, exalting him, taking, being intentional and taking time to praise God for what he has done and to, you know, share what he has done with other people, um, mm-hmm. praise him, you know, in front of and with other people. Yeah. And so I think, you know, concluding these, these seasons of difficulty with praise mm-hmm. is so important not only for our own hearts and souls, but for those around us to be a testimony of what God has done and just to give God glory. So, Because that's that's ultimately our calling. What we have been given to do is to point people to God. Like we are, we were made in his image. You know, we were called to, to tell people about him. And so that's how we do that. Once we get through these storms to be able to give him all the praise and all the glory for what he's done. I think one other thing that I've been really kind of clinging to 
for especially these last two weeks, but I always pick, I pick a verse for the year that is like Mm -hmm. kind of, I I don't, I feel like that God almost just, just lays verses kind of in front of me at the end of a year so that it kind of becomes, this is really what I want to pray this year. This is what I want to focus on this year. Mm -hmm. And so my verse for this year, it's Psalm 85, eight. It's, I will listen carefully to what God the Lord is saying for he speaks peace to his faithful people. Mm. And I think one of the reasons why I picked that verse for this year was first because of the word listen. I need to listen more carefully. I need to spend time listening Mm. and not talking because I tend to do the talking and try to solve the things and use my (laughs) skills. And so I'm trying to remind myself to listen, but also to know that if I listen well, then I'm going to have peace in every situation that I'm in because he is faithful. And so I know that I can trust in him. And so it's really been the last couple of weeks, something that has been so hard to do because I've wanted to fix things and you hate to see people that you love in pain. Right. But ultimately it's just putting our faith and our trust in God and knowing that he has promised us that he's not going to leave us or forsake us, that, his, you know, that, that our hope is found in him, not Amen. our circumstances. And so that's really been the lesson that I've been learning. Amen. Is there, is there a way that we can pray for you, for Lou, for his healing? Um, just in these coming days. Uh, We would love it so much. Um, Right now, our big prayer is that the bone has healed enough for him to be able to do stairs. Okay. Um, Because since we really can't walk a lot on that leg right now, Mm -hmm. that's what's keeping him from being able to come home because right Mm -hmm. now he couldn't even do the stairs to come into our home. Gotcha. Um, So we, we need that bone to have healed. So we go Mm -hmm. Thursday, next Thursday, to um, have that x-ray done. So that's, mm-hmm. that's our prayer because right now I just, I want him home, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I know that for yeah. a lot of people, maybe if you haven't listened to us a lot before we, I, I take care of my 92 year old mother. And mm-hmm. so it was impossible for me to stay in Nashville with him right. while he's going through um, all of the rehabilitation. So that's why I'm sort of going back and forth between here and there to try to take care of my mom and to take care of him. And then of course, like I said, my brother is in the hospital and he's very sick. So we're just praying for wisdom for the doctors to make decisions on what needs to be done next for him because he is not doing well. So, um, so it's just been a season of like the prayers for us Mm -hmm. right now is just for wisdom and patience and for healing. Yeah, that's really where we are. So what about for you, Dr. Virginia? How can we be praying for you? Um, you know, I don't know. I guess in our case, continued good health for yeah. us and for our children. Um, it's just been a season of illness for a yes. lot of, I've seen so yes. many families who have had kids that have been sick this year, not just once, mm-hmm. but multiple times over and over again. Yes. So yes. that seems to be the, the theme of this past winter. Just, yeah, just a tough yeah. one. It, and I, I definitely, I feel like I've seen that in our ministry as well, like with the kids okay. in our ministry, with the families in our ministry. 
So, so yeah. So, you know, just continued um, good health, please, Jesus. Um, and then, you know, just fruitful ministry um, in the coming weeks and months. So we know we've talked before about how this is just a big season of planning and preparation. We've got Easter coming and VBS and, you know, there's, the there's thing. definitely a lot of moving parts right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just, you know, praying for all those to move together smoothly. <laughs> so. Well, and just pray for us that we can continue to be able to minister to you in your ministry. Mm -hmm. We feel so bad that we have not been able to record for the last couple of weeks, but we are very excited to be recording an episode today. That's, Mm -hmm. That's what we're together for. And so we'll be getting an episode out for you very soon. We hope that it's useful and beneficial for you. And we just ask that you continue to pray that we would find the topics that you need and know what we can do to speak um, into your ministry, into your heart. And that's really what our desire is because, uh, you know, like I said, I, I miss doing this so much when we're not able to do it because we yeah. love getting together and talking and spending time with you. And so we are just excited that we're able to do that. And so we ask that you just hang in there with us, um, be patient for a couple more weeks. Yeah. We, we're, we're, we're working on it. We're getting there. Um, we, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel for us to, to be able to get back in. And we, like we had said before we took this little break was that we had so many things that we wanted to jump into. Um, <laughs> yes. We have so many things that we want to plan for you. So we're, we're getting there. We really are. Yeah. We're just, just taking us a little time and we're just trying to be faithful and patient. And we just appreciate everything that you are doing for us. We just ask that you would continue to like and subscribe. And like I said, hang in there with us. Keep watching for us to drop more information for you. And we look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.